It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, podcast time. Final week of summer. I know summer technically goes into the late September, but it, it's the end of summer, let's be honest. And uh, Al is off. He is, as I would think right now, probably on his little terrace staring uh, his binoculars at some girl in a chikini. So instead, I get to look at the handsome man himself, Eddie Scazzeri. What's up? Hello, podcast people. So I got a couple things for you this morning, Edward. Um, we'll start with the end of summer stuff before I get into my Verizon issue uh, that I had this week, which it's nice when thoughts that you had are cemented. And really stamped for approval. But let's get to the point. So end of summer, as I said. Now we are, I cannot believe we're doing this, but it's August 28th. We're closing the pool today, which to me is very early. It is. Why not wait till so after? Here, so here's why. So we opened it, I want to say the week before Memorial Day weekend. And it was, you know, it was relatively warm, but no one went in it. But it's also easy to keep the pool clean when it's not 90 degrees because nothing really right. grows. So it's a piece of cake. So... Everything went well at the pool, aside from the fact that I have um, a liner on the bottom of the pool that I don't think it was, in, well, clearly wasn't installed right because it kind of crinkled up a little bit in one spot. And I guess over the years, when you put the filter on, it sucks sand up through the liner because it's clearly cracked. So anytime I run the filter, after I run the filter for four hours, I then have to vacuum the pool because there's sand all over the bottom of the pool. Oh. So it is a gigantic pain in the ass. And we were planning on redoing the liner this summer, except that our central air went out uh, in June, and I had to spend $10,000 on that. And then we have this groundhog problem. We were going to do the liner now. I figured it would be perfect for, you know, next year. But then we just spent $3,500 getting wire fencing barricades all over the house and the sheds. The joys of of homeownership. Let me tell you, homeownership sucks. Mm -hmm. Anybody that thinks differently is an idiot. Um, financially, that is. I love the house, but it is, I mean, it is draining financially. Of course. And Al has a, maybe the best of both worlds. He owns, but yet he's part of a... An association. Yes. I agree. Anyhow, so, so anyway, we decided, you know, the summer was fine. The boys used it a little bit. We were in it a little bit, but not, not a lot. And I've noticed with the temperatures falling a little bit at night now and the rain, the pool went from nice and warm to it's cold. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them for not wanting to go in because I don't want to go in. It's too cold. It's not fun. So I said to Joseph, because he'd be the only one that would go in at this point. I'm like, are we done with the pool? Or, you know, I'm like, what do you think? And he goes, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, you know, close it. No reason to keep dumping chemicals in it. Sure. So we're close. So it made me think, growing up, did you have a pool or no? I did. Did you, when you were a kid, your parents didn't heat the pool, I imagine. No, no. Okay. I had an above-ground pool, too, growing up. No heater. And it used to drive my parents nuts. Now, we used it, but not every day. 
Were you a big pool guy? Yeah. When I was a kid, we were in the pool in the summer almost every day. You were? Yeah. Yeah, we used it a lot. And, you know, the neighborhood kids, even though there was others with pools, we would go to their pool. They would come to our pool. It was a, it was a thing for sure. I would say from the age that as early as I can remember till I was in high school. We used it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we, like, I don't want to sit there and say growing up we didn't. We did. And my parents had um, probably twice a summer big parties uh, with families that would come over. And I remember those would go late into the night on Saturdays, and we'd be in the pool till 10, 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And we did use it. But there were days also where we'd be in the house. It'd be 85 degrees out. My dad would be like, go in the pool. Like, I don't want to go in the pool. (laughs) And so... We used it, but maybe not as much as you did. And I always remember, even as a kid, saying, boy, if the pool was just a little warmer, because growing up, our pool was in the shade in the afternoon, and it would be cold. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go in. I never wanted the whole, I got to get used to it. So I swore to myself, it's funny. When we got married, I remember telling Kim, if we ever have kids, and specifically boys, because talking about batting cage, I guess girls could play softball, because uh, it would have would have worked too. I remember saying, there's two things I want. When we have kids, I want a batting cage for them in the backyard, and I want a heated pool. Well, I did the batting cage. I even did a basketball area in the back. The heated pool I haven't done yet, and I'm I'm seriously contemplating it because I feel like we would use the pool a lot more. Now, how, like, how does that even work? I mean, that's a lot. That's thousands of gallons of water. Yeah, they have these gas heaters, propane uh-huh. heaters. Oh, propane. Yeah. So it's supposed to be relatively electric ones cost a lot because uh-huh. they suck a lot of amps. Sure. But I've been told that the gas heaters are relatively affordable. And that would be a larger tank than you would have for a well, gas Well, it's not a tank. Grill? No, you go, it's from the it's from the gas line. Oh, so methane or okay, whatever. Okay, is that what it is? Yeah. Whatever. Either way, they take it right from the gas line. You got mm-hmm. The problem is it's a big to-do because you need the gas. You got to come yeah. out and do it. It's not like something I can hook up. No. Um, but I actually figure we would use it a lot more. But so yeah, August twenty eighth, we'll be closing the pool. What about those things that solar I, heaters? Yeah, or just like a cover. The solar can, covers. Yeah. The problem with those is it. From what I've been told, they heat the first six inches of the surface of the water, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But then the bottom is still cold. Okay. So when you're getting in, oh, this is oh, this ain't so good. So I and and. When you have a, so our pool is 35 feet long, I believe. So it's a big oval pool, 35 by like 20, which is a pain in the ass. How are you rolling that thing up? Yeah. You know, you're not just pulling. I don't think you're just pulling it and taking it off. Then it's wet. Then it gets dirty in the dirt. I think you yeah. need to actually have this contraption to roll it up. It's too pain much. In the ass. It's too much. The pool is a pain in the ass. Yes. To be quite honest. I remember in our first house. Kim and I, uh, we lived in a townhouse for three years, and then we bought a house down uh, in Brick, about two miles from Point Pleasant. And it had an above-ground pool, and Joseph, Jesus, Matthew was a newborn. Maybe he was a year old. I don't remember. But he was a newborn. Oh, we had, that's right, we had Matthew when we moved there. So he was a newborn. And I remember asking her, can we just knock this down and have a nice, wide-open, big backyard? We had a nice deck off uh, off the kitchen. And she was all for it. And so I, and it wasn't a big round pool. So I remember I went to U-Haul mm-hmm. and I got one of those giant vans and I basically destroyed, ripped down the pool, rolled the aluminum and it was the, the I guess it's aluminum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I in, put it in, 
in parts and took it to the dump and got rid of it. And it was the greatest thing. Nice wide open backyard, no headache with the pool. We got a blow up pool for him when he was a year old. So much easier. And how deep was it sunk in? That one wasn't. Um, maybe a few inches. That was like so a just not, just not even a lot of topsoil. No, no, nothing. It, it wasn't bad at all. I remember I got probably like ten bags of uh, of dirt at Lowe's or Home Depot. Actually, it was, you know, and it just laid that out, raked it out, and I would say grass was growing by the time we moved. Yeah, grass was finally starting to grow in it. It was such a great feeling of just opening up the backyard and not being, not having to deal with that headache. Yeah, we used the pool so much, or at least I did. My older sisters probably less as they got older. Like I would get the water light fingers, my lips would turn blue. Really? Yeah, because we and we were in there like as soon as you opened until it closed, and uh, yeah, we used to break for lunch, and then I remember it was a pain in the ass because m- mom wouldn't let us go back in until whatever whatever that rule is. You're supposed to wait an hour after you after eat. you eat. Yeah, which I never understood, but I don't either. But they tell you, especially at our age. Don't ever eat and go out and shovel snow. Uh, yeah. Well, that, yeah. The, well, why you, is that? I, I I guess it's with the heart. And, I mean, for just for me, I know, like, I got to be careful shoveling snow and really go go slow. No, for sure. Yeah. I try not to shovel anymore. Not that we've had a lot of snow, but I have the big snowblower now. Yeah, I don't have a snowblower. But, uh, yeah, and I don't remember. I wrecked my shoulder one time. That one blizzard when this was way back. It was right around either right around New Year's. And you all stayed in uh, the city, but I didn't. And I drove in that morning. That was a disaster. And I barely got here in time for the show. I'm not ready for winter. Yeah. I know you like the cold weather. I do. I am not ready for winter. I'm not. You know what I'm not ready for? The dreary days. The very dark, gray, cloudy, depressing looking. Now, when it's like yesterday. Yesterday was bright and sunny. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. It puts everybody in a good mood. I don't, for sure, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, how you live in Seattle, I don't understand. And I know, like when I was in Iceland, I we were talking to one of the local guides, and in the winter, a lot of people take antidepressants because it's uh, dark. You know, they get four hours, three hours, four hours of oh. sunlight a day. Could you imagine? It's yeah, that's, noon and that's, it's dark. Uh, that's extreme. Yeah, well, so, but on the, on the flip side, you can get the 20 hours of daylight which, in the summer. Which they had when we were there. Which is also extreme. It was like three hours of dark at night. What type of place? Do you stay in a hotel or like a house? We stayed in hotels. Uh, in Reykjavik, it was like what you would consider a, a proper hotel. The others were basically motels. Okay. Very nice, but uh, basically motels. Really? Mm-hmm. So when you're in Reykjavik, that's the big city? Yes, that's the capital. Hilton's, Marriott's, are all, all they there, or are they? Uh, I think they were. They might have been there. We stayed at a, a you know, a Icelandic uh, hotel. Okay. Uh, but I, I, assuming they had Hilton's and Marriott's, I didn't really seek them out. But Understood. Not, not sure. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, a lot of you guys like to say, uh, what do they call me? Uh, off-brand Jerry? Yes, right. off-brand Jerry. So I explained to Al. Al asked me one time why I have T-Mobile and not Verizon Wireless. 
And I said, well, it's not because of the 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 service that they provide. Mm-hmm. The services, I know that Verizon Wireless is the best. Now, I know Verizon Wireless has since bought T-Mobile, so I know it's really the same company. But Have they really? Yeah. Well, I, Verizon, I believe Verizon owns um, T-Mobile. Um, I, check that, but I'm almost certain I know T-Mobile bought Sprint. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Verizon owns T-Mobile. Maybe not. Okay. I could be wrong. So we were we were Verizon Wireless customers for years, mm-hmm. always were, until I went into the store uh, a few miles from my house, and I was we were going in. Kim and I were going in for upgrades, and I remember asking the guy after you had to wait around for a half hour, take a number, they put you on the thing, and they call you out. Guy comes over, and all they wanted to do was basically get us in, get us out because they wanted to get on to the next guy. Mm-hmm. And I understand time is money and all that, but I had questions like I didn't understand, you know. The what's the right word? I didn't understand why sometimes the phone wouldn't work. Um, how come it works better with uh, Wi-Fi in certain places where you can turn it off and it works better with data? And I was just trying to get a feeling for um, the area we're in, what type of phone works best. And this guy talked down to me like I was an eight-year-old, mm. and Kim was next to me, and you could see even her face was like, "Wow!" To where I asked for his name. And I said, I'd like to see your manager. And I went over and I canceled everything on the spot. And the matter, how come? I said, because I won't work with him. He was as rude as I've ever seen. And he was an ass. There's no other way to put it. So they tried. For They were very, they, the manager was fine. Five minutes, what can I do? Nothing. Like, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to have me keep my service. I'm going to T-Mobile down the block. I'm finished. And so that's what we did. We canceled the phones, went right to T-Mobile, got phones. We've been T-Mobile customers ever since. And everything's been fine. So we have Verizon Fios. Now, that's not wireless, and every time they always call, hey, can we get you on the wireless? Nope, I will not do Verizon Wireless because the customer service one time was hideous, not doing it. Okay. So I decide we've had issues. The Internet's phenomenal. The Fios Internet is great. So let's get that out there. Love Verizon Fios Internet. Awesome. We had the TV. So over the last couple months, it's been freezing an awful lot. Like, and I don't know why. Like, and, it, and then it jumps and skips. And so call up. They run through all these tests. You should be good to go. Okay, it's good for 24 hours. It's back the next day. And now Kim's annoyed. She can't even watch a show. Things don't load. So I call. I'm like, listen, I found DirecTV Stream. It's got every channel we need. I called them up. I said, I love your internet service. You got to cancel the Fios on me. It's just, and I explained the problem. And the woman couldn't have been nicer. Tried to keep me, but whatever. Okay. She goes, what I need you to do, though, is you need to return the box tops. Like, yeah, no problem. Go send you an email with your instructions. You can return them here or you can bring them to UPS. No problem. So I get the email. It says, bring the box tops, power cords, and I thought remotes. So I put everything in a box. I got six box tops. I got six remotes. I got six power cords. I bring them to the Verizon store. Again, I got to wait five minutes. No problem. Guy comes over. What can I help you with? I'm um, returning equipment. He's not interested. I mean, he's got to help me, but cl- mm-hmm. he's not going to make a sale. So I said, I got the box tops. I got the remotes. And he stops me. He goes, nah, we don't take remotes. I'm like, well, the email said, he goes, well, get the email. We don't take remotes. I'm like, oh, okay. So he walks away. He gave my name, walks away. Now I go and I get the email. He was right. It says box tops. And please make sure to include your uh, your power cords. All right. So I take all the remotes out, put them in a bag, and I've got the box tops and the power cords. 
So he takes the box tops out and he leaves the power cords. I'm like, oh, here, thank you for your help. Here are your power cords. He goes, no, don't want them. That's on you. I said, no. I said, the email says power cords. Don't know where you're getting that email from. We don't take them. So please take them home. I'm like, now I'm annoyed because he's rude to me. And I would have taken them. I don't care. Take them and throw them out, whatever. But he's an ass. So he goes, um, he goes, I don't know where you're getting these emails from. We don't take power cords, so please take them with you. I'm like, sir, I don't want them. I said, and your company wants them. He goes, I don't want them, so you can take them. I can't recycle them here. I've got nowhere to put them. Please take them. I'm like, sir, what am I missing? I said, you told me to get the email to see what they wanted. And I, here's the email, box tops, and please include power cords. He goes, don't know where that's from. I am begging you to take these power cords out of the store. No. Now now it's a game. I'm like, no, I, I'm not taking these. I said, because what's going to happen is I take them and then I get charged for not returning them. He goes, yeah. He goes, if you don't take them, I'm charging you. I said, for returning the equipment that Verizon is asking me to return. What a dick. Big time. So at this point, I had enough. I said, sir, I'm leaving, and I'm not leaving with these. And I grab my box of remotes, and I'm walking out, and I say, and by the way, this is why I don't use Verizon. Your customer service is trash. That's all. And as I'm walking out, the employees are like, bye, get out. So I'm like, it took everything in my power not to turn around and start screaming at them because mm. I know someone's got a phone. I was so angry, so they nothing they can do with them. Get in my car, start driving out. He's throwing them in the, in the dumpster. Was it so hard to do? No. So, uh, dude, I was so mad on for like that. All I wanted to do was return the equipment that they requested. And that's what I end up with. Mm. And we were Verizon customers forever. And we changed to T-Mobile. But it was more of a money thing. Okay. Because if you have children and everybody's on yeah, your yeah, yeah. plan, if you have multiple phone or, you know, four phones, yeah. It's great. I agree. Pricing. Yeah. But if you're just marrying an I, it wasn't great pricing. Really? Yeah. It was It was not great. So we went to T-Mobile. Wonderful customer service. Yeah. Uh, even though it was a young guy, he kind of, we we're older. He explained everything. It was fine. And because we're both now 55 and over, mm -hmm. we got the, the geezer plan. Isn't that and weird? I don't care. It was <laughs> no, I know. fantastic, it's much cheaper, and Good we have you. much better service, unlimited this yeah. and that, and we get, like, other discounts that I don't even remember what the hell they all are. So very happy with T-Mobile. Yeah, T-Mobile's great to the point where if it, if I didn't have the cowboy job where I have I need the wired internet, so Fios, I have the, the wireless mm -hmm. all over, but they also wired it in for me um, for my Comrex. If it wasn't for that, I would actually try the T-Mobile all-home internet, mm -hmm. too, and the TV. Like, why not? Uh, but I, the, the Verizon uh, internet has been outstanding, so there's no reason and for I, I can't get—I don't think I can get Verizon internet. I think it's— You don't have Fios near you? No, they blocked Optimum, or Cablevision at the time blocked it. You know, Got it. Political, blah, blah, blah. So we still have a uh, Optimum— Monopoly okay. in our area, yeah. but the new mayor promised that that was one of that was one of his uh, platforms mm. to get rid of the monopoly. So, but that hasn't happened yet. What about Xfinity? Uh, I don't. Is that all wireless? Like, um, um, well, that's Comcast. So I don't know that that would be no, all wireless. That's not, I can't. So you get, don't have that either. Uh, uh. 
it's optimum. That's my choice. So your only choice to watch TV would be over the air mm-hmm. with the with the antennas, which are really good or satellite. now. Satellite, satellite, or optimum. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. How about that? I guess I could. So use those days were over. The optimum internet service and then stream get a streaming service. Yeah. I will tell you the direct TV stream is outstanding. Mm-hmm. I. You know, because for years, Al and I would talk about, you know, whether it was Hulu Live or whether it was YouTube TV or I'm trying to think what the other services are. Direct TV stream. One would have MSG, but not SNY. One would have SNY and yes, not MSG. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have to have them. Of course, yeah. And then you would have ones that would have those, but would have NFL Network or. Always missing something. Yes. Direct TV stream, everything. Absolutely mm-hmm. everything. And it's literally. I think it's only eighty nine ninety nine a month, and you can watch up to twenty on twenty devices at once. Wow! So that also comes into handy because in our house we've got we have six TVs and Matthew's streaming like it's no issue whatsoever. And it has a DVR that comes with it. Yeah, I don't. I never use that, but yes, there is DVR that's included too, um, a cloud DVR if you want to record stuff. Um, but it made sense. So between I went from. With Verizon Fios, I went from with all the cable and the box rentals and and the internet, I went from two ninety a month. Mm-hmm. Now ninety a month for the Directv stream. The internet is ninety as well, so I'm at I'm like one eighty now. That's great. So I saved one hundred and ten dollars a month. Yeah, and it's and it's good. It's better to be quite honest. I'll have to check that out. Directv stream. Directv stream. Yes. And they have uh, FS1. Yeah. And they have all the ESPNs. everything. Everything. Yeah, I don't know if they have all nine ESPNs, but they've got at least three of them. Mm-hmm. That I know. And they've got uh, CBS Sports Network, Big Ten Network. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty. it really is pretty good. And those antennas are really good, too. I know people laugh, but as long as you're near a window where you can put the little black thing under a shade, mm-hmm. they work great. Now, what, what, what is, oh, what's that for, though? For the local? I use that. Well, I don't know. I mean, DirecTV Stream gives you those. Okay. But I'm saying for my TV outside, before I had DirecTV Stream, I would use an antenna. Okay. And it was, it was great. Yeah. And even in the bedroom before, because the, I was so fed up with the Fios TV portion of it that my bedroom TV never worked. It was rare. So I put one of those antennas on that, too. Yeah, At least it's still there. It's still there and still working. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, this was good. All right. So you're with me tomorrow, too? Uh, and Wednesday. Oh, and Wednesday. So yes. it's just Thursday, Friday, you're abandoned. Correct. Me. All right. Yes. Well, we'll try and do it again tomorrow. All right. Uh, all right, we got the warm-up show with uh, Flegelman and Lepresti next. Lilo. You can say that. And then tomorrow, by the way, it'll be Peter Schwartz and Mike Flegelman. Yes. And then uh, there'll be a segment when Flegelman is recording uh, Boomer's Minutes. So we might have a little bit of solo Peter for a while. Well, there was a caller on Friday when he was in with me and G. Oh, I was there. That you heard it, that wants more Peter. So you're going to get more Peter. Whoever you are, if you're listening to this, tune in tomorrow from about 525 to 535. There you go. be a lot of Peter. Ten minutes of solo Schwartz. Because he's got his sports, Boomer has his sports minutes and five Ford reads. Oh, boy. Tomorrow. That's going to be a big one. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. All right. So you do the see you thing, and we'll see you tomorrow. See you.